Hello, welcome to the Good Shit Daily Podcast, y'all. Eventually, I'm going to get this right, and we're going to do it on a consistent basis. But that's, that's not right now. And the important thing is that I'm here, you're here, we're together, and we're going to stumble through this podcast like we stumble through everything else. But we're going to fucking keep going. Um, let this also be a reminder with the F-bomb that I just dropped. This is not a safe for work podcast. So if you need to put your headphones on, do it now. Also want to apologize to my friend Katie. We recorded a podcast episode a couple weeks ago that I deleted because I'm an asshole and I'm sorry about that. So we're going to have to redo that, but it kind of worked out great because I This particular message that I have for this podcast, I was, I I got help curating it through a branding for entrepreneurs course that I was part of a beta test for with my friend Robin. And you all remember Robin from the one year anniversary episode last October. If you haven't listened to it, go back and check it out. Robin's amazing. She is a coaching fucking genius when it comes to helping entrepreneurs and businesses and small business owners figure out what the hell their message is. And I've never seen anyone do it the way she does. She is spot on. But we spent the last five weeks doing that and my message is finally ready to be thrown out into the world. We're going to get into it with the message of this podcast. Um, We're going to catch up a little bit with me and my life and the shit that I did this weekend. (laughs) And the the message uh, later on will be what's wrong with healthcare today. Um, this weekend, most of you know who follow me on my Instagram, good underscore shit underscore daily. I had a buddy of mine from high school who I hadn't seen in 11 years come visit me and stay the night uh, with me on Saturday night and hung out Saturday and Sunday. And he is awesome. I always remembered him being awesome. He thought I was awesome, which is cool because I don't um, most of the time. Uh, it was super, super, super fun. He came down. I, I, I get really anxious about having people in my house, man. I hate, I, I don't know. There's something about this being like my sanctuary and my safe space and inviting people into that safe space even my closest and best friends it it makes me really uncomfortable being in a vulnerable position is not something I'm super comfortable with ever um, and this is one of the last frontiers for me I've, I've conquered um, going over bridges I've conquered going to new places by myself I've conquered being alone and 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 being in solitude and 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 not freaking out about that but having people like in my space for a lengthy amount of time staying over in my house for a lengthy amount of time is just terrifying to me so when he wanted to come down and like hang out I I was just like awesome let's do that and then Two minutes later, I was like, 
like rocking back and forth. Why? Why did I, why did I do this? What excuse can I use to like get out of it? But I didn't and it was fine and it was good and we did it and I met some really fun, like fun, ridiculous people while I was out gallivanting. We went to a bunch of new places and went to our rowdies game and I extroverted the hell out of the weekend and and even into Monday and Tuesday of of this past week, I was super socially extroverted with my social media outlets. And and that takes a toll on me. Like I have to take a break. And I know this about myself over the last couple of years of, of going through this is I need to take a break. I need a solid maybe a day where I where I'm introverting, where I'm not going out and and doing new things and, and putting on a brave face and and um, not feeling the the anxiety and and all the things going on in, inside of my body. I, I need that. And I didn't take it because I felt good. I was on a high. I was on this this super extroverted um, high. That's the only way I can describe it. And I didn't come down until like last night at around 8.45, I just got tired and passed out before the sun went down. And I woke up this morning and I felt like I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I had to lift my legs up to get out of bed. It was the weirdest thing. And I was like, well, what did I do yesterday? And it wasn't what I did the day before. It was, it was the four days of go, 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 let's talk about all the things and do all the things and be extroverted and not take a damn rest for a second. And most people can do that. I know myself and I know better, but I now I just had this super duper hangover. And I got to work and I didn't let myself have a rest at all. It was still like, hey, go, 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 extrovert and, and whatever, because that's a big part of me. But I, I know in about 10 minutes when I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to be in bed just like hating life because I didn't give myself that time. Um, I'm glad that I did it. I, I, I now like like everything else that I do once I've done it, I want to do it more. <laughs> I want I want all the people in my house all the time, like bring bring it on. Let me cook for you, you know, I, um, but but I, I know I have to pace myself at it because it's not, I don't have anything to prove. I got to take care of me. That being said, I am starting a photo, maybe photo video series for the website, which is up, goodshitdaily.com, where I'm going to have people with mental health uh, diagnosis come over and we're going to photograph them in a way that I haven't seen done before. And I'm really excited about it. I'm going to have one of my buddies, Brandon, come over and help facilitate some questions while I'm shooting. And I, I want to really work this into crushing mental health stigma um, I, I think that there's still this air and we do it to ourselves too, that the stigma starts within us because 
No one can stigmatize us unless we do it to ourselves. There's still this this thing, this this dark cloud where you start talking about suicidal thoughts or or anxiety or depression or schizophrenia where you can see it in people's eyes and people's language and their body language. They get really uncomfortable and they don't know how to act or talk or or think about a person when or think about a person in the same way that they used to when you tell them you have those issues. I can't tell you how many times I've been out and about and I'll just strike up a conversation with someone we'll be talking for a while and inevitably my story comes up, you know, I'll I'll talk about, you know, my anxiety or whatever and and that I have really crippling anxiety a lot of the time, but I'm an extrovert. And people just kind of cock their head and they look like a like a German shepherd and they just kind of look at me like that doesn't make any sense. I I don't I don't get you. <laughs> and most people don't. And and my life's work is really about changing people's minds about anxiety and depression and and mental health in general. I want people to look at you and look at me when we say that we have this disease and not give a shit (laughs) and say, well, what, like, okay, what does that mean for you? Have a conversation about it. Not, not slowly back away and walk away because you might be crazy or too much work or, or weird, or I don't understand you. Um, I, I want it to be as normal as it really is. And so we're working on it. <laughs> so we're going to have a bunch of people in the house, uh, my house, uh, which is not that big to begin with. And um, we're, we're going we're gonna to see how it goes. It's going to be nerve wracking. Um, but And that's okay. Pushing yourself is okay. It's supposed to be nerve wracking. It, it, life is supposed to challenge you. And if we're not challenging ourselves, you know, what are we doing? Um, my cat Coco turns one year old today. You'll hear her running around and scratching things during this, I'm sure, because I can't hide from her anymore. She's too smart and too crazy. And I love her adorable jerk face. Um, nothing else is really new in my life, except we are now raising funds on goodshitdaily.com for our first ever annual dance walk. And if you go to goodshitdaily.com and click on donate, you can see this really wackadoo video that I did, um, with me dancing and uh, explain about the projects that we're looking to do, where the money is going uh, on our Indiegogo campaign. The perks that you get are pretty fucking rad. You should go just to read those. Uh, I really, really, really hope that you consider donating or sharing the campaign with your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram friends. Uh, I do have it linked on my Good Shit Daily Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. But all you have to do is go to goodshitdaily.com and click on donate 
and it'll take you there. You can learn all about it. We're really excited about it. St. Pete needs this. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I'm in the Tampa Bay area in St. Petersburg. We need the the programs that we're going to um, work for, and I'll tell you about that in just a second. The message that I want to get across today in particular is what's wrong with mental health today. And for me, it's it's three things. It's finding mental health providers, being able to afford mental health care, and also ending the stigma and getting care. All of these things are things that I want to aid in with GoodShitDaily.com. Finding a mental health professional can be daunting. Where do you start looking? If you've never been in therapy before, but you know you need it, how do you get there? Who, where do you start? And the easiest thing, I think, for most people is to... Google it. And in fact, let's let's Google it right now. So if I go to uh, Google this and I just type in therapist in St. Pete. St. Pete, because I'm in St. Pete. Let's do that. Um, and if I could spell, that would be helpful too. But clearly, that's not what I'm doing well today. So when I, I just in, in my town, therapist in St. Pete, um, there's a bunch of ads, of course, because Google runs on ads. Then there's a location. Um, it gives you a few licensed therapists uh, near my specific location. Then they also go into Psychology Today has a therapist search. They have a focus on Tampa Bay area. Goodtherapy.org can help you find therapists and counselors in your area. Networktherapy.com comes up. Yelp even comes up. So there are places, healthgrades.com is here too. There are places where you can go just by typing in Google. And you can do this on your smartphone if you don't have a computer. Do it on your tablet. Go to the library. Have a friend do it for you, do it at work. That way you can find a a therapist. The next thing that you can do is if you don't have access to the internet for whatever reason, ask if any of your close friends have ever been in therapy. And if you know that they have been, ask them if they like their therapist. Ask them for their phone number. See if they're accepting new patients. The way that I found mine was after the night that I almost committed suicide, I I called, a few days later, I called my old therapist I had seen the year before, and her phone number didn't work, her website was down, her cell phone number didn't work, the address in Google was now something different, and I, I was freaking the fuck out because she already knew my background and how could I find a different one now it was it was a scary scary time and then my friend Robin who again is amazing 
called me out of the blue and said, I don't know why I didn't think about this. She had met Angie, my ther- my most recent therapist, at a women's conference or a seminar or something, a networking event. And they hit it off. And then Angie and I hit it off. So, so your friends might have resources for you, but they don't know that you're looking unless you ask them. And, and it's really easy to sit here and say, don't be afraid to ask. But it's, it can be daunting and, and terrifying to try to convey to someone that you, you need help or you think you might need help without judgment. I, I'm not saying to get over it because it's it's not something people often get over. I think that we we need to do it anyway, and and I don't think that a lot of people are that judgy or or, or will judge you, especially not your close friends. But but be brave and ask anyway, because for me that's the best thing that I ever did was was going to see Angie. She helped me on the path where I'm at today, and I, I wouldn't have been able to do any of this without her. So don't, it's okay to be afraid to ask, but be brave and do it anyway. The next thing too is, how do you afford that care? So you found the therapist, you found a few therapists, and don't be afraid to shop around. If one doesn't work out for you, it's very okay for you to go find another. Then how do you afford it? My co-pays when I had pretty good insurance to my old employer were $75 a session after the five free sessions that I got through them. So, and $75 a session was fine at the time. When I took my new job, I, I took a really big pay cut and it was worth it because my mental health is in a much better place because my job is better and healthier for me. But I wouldn't be able to afford that as much as I was going this time last year um, or the year before for that matter. $75 three times a month for a single mom is a lot of money. It might not be a lot of money for some people, but that's that's a lot of money for for a, for a single mom. Um, it, and sometimes the co-payments aren't that high. Sometimes they might be 25. Sometimes they might be 50. Sometimes they might be higher. Your insurance might not cover at all. And then you're paying whatever their hourly rate is. And And for those who don't have stellar insurance which is almost nobody I know so in the underinsured and for people who don't have insurance at all that's the point where they give up they they just stop because I'm never going to be able to afford this why am I why am I banging my head over the wall well I'm here to tell you that there are places and people and and providers that will help you. And again, it's just a matter of finding them. And sometimes they're not that easy to find. One of the things that I'm doing with goodshitdaily.com is I want to put those people who need help in touch with the providers who are giving 
or offering help on a uh, sliding scale or a payment plan um, or, or providing free sessions as needed because I feel like that's a need for this area, for the country really, that isn't being met. So when you go, when when you find your provider and, and whatever provider it is, one of the questions that you can ask when you're in contact with them is, do they have a payment plan that they can offer? Explain your situation to them. Ask if they work on a sliding scale. Is there any sort of program that they have where you can afford to go to that particular one? And if they can't, your search isn't over. Ask if they can refer you to someone who can. There may be state, city, county programs that can get you the help that you need. Um, it's just a matter of, of finding the resources in your particular area. What I would suggest is to just, again, jump on your computer, jump on your laptop, um, send out some emails to, to different therapists, and you can find that right one that will help you. The last part of it is is killing the stigma about finding help. And and I know that that this is this is something that I kind of grew up with the mindset of like when when people would suggest this to me when I was younger, 18, 19, 20 years old, when I was having some some depression and anxiety issues that I didn't know that's what they were at the time. People would say, you know, have you spoken with a counselor? Have you talked to somebody? And I would always just kind of brush it off like, no, I'm not crazy. I don't need to see one of those people. And I think that's through people sharing their stories and places on social media like The Mighty um, and different resources like that. We're hearing other stories and we're getting to the point where this mental health and anxiety and depression are are being normalized because more people than not have those feelings at some point in their life. But taking that step to go to therapy and talk about it openly is, is, a, is a different thing overall, I think, especially in the dating world. Now, if you guys have been following me and any of my friends know, I recently have jumped back into this vicious dating pool. And I tell you, the cards are already stacked against me. Like, we're, I've, I'm, maybe I'm super negative about it, but let's just be real. So single mom and most dudes my age or my age range <laughs> that I date in, like the single mom thing is a a super turnoff for them. Even though I don't want them in her life, I don't want her in their life. My dating will always be kept separate from her until she's old and grown and whatever. Um, so that's act against me. Being vegan, believe it or not, is an issue on its own. And then I have my mental health issues. Which the mental health issues on their own are fine. I think most people, because I have a handle on it, most people will have a handle on it. But 
I have my Instagram and my Facebook and my podcast and I have all of these things. So I I get I get these people in my life who who know all of this very intimate things about me who maybe want to date me or are interested in dating me and I'm a hundred percent just like no like you you're interested in me that must mean that there's something wrong with you and then and then there's the ones who who I'm interested in who uh, I'm terrified they're gonna find out about all of all of these things that I battle and struggle with and went over most of the time and they're just gonna be like oh no that bitch is crazy (laughs) like I can't I can't date her. That's a lot of baggage to deal with. And fair, you know, it, every everyone's got baggage. It's just a matter of finding someone to help you carry it, right? Um, but but dating stigmas is a big, big thing. And like, do I, if, if I'm supposed to go on a date with someone, but I have a therapy appointment, do I make up an excuse? Do I say, I can't make it that day because I'm running a marathon. <laughs> I can't make that. I'm washing my hair that day. You know, like if I'm dating someone long term, when do I tell them I'm seeing a therapist? You know, they try to make plans with me on an afternoon, but I'm I'm in therapy that day or or I need a self-care day. How when when do you communicate that? How do you communicate that? And do you talk about your therapy openly with everyone or don't you? And why should we hide it? Seeing a therapist is really the the best form of self-care because you give a shit about being your best self. And why shouldn't we? Everyone should go see a therapist. Everybody. And not just because because I have friends that are therapists and I want them to do really well. I feel like everyone should should want to to better themselves and to deal with those issues that are deep seated within us that are keeping us from being our best self. So go fucking do it. Get on Google. Google your your local therapy um, uh, professionals and and pick five of them. And email them, call them, see if they are taking new patients, see if they are willing to work with whatever budget that you have or whatever insurance that you might have. And then work with yourself inside of your head. And even if you don't tell anybody right away, and you don't have to tell anyone right away or or, or at all, but work it out within yourself to say it's okay that I'm asking for help. And beyond that, it's not even that it's okay. It's amazing that you took those steps. And I wish that I was recording this because my hands are so animated because I feel so passionately and so um, so strongly that that not only can you do it, I I did it. Everyone should do this. And um, I, I can't imagine the, the life that I'd be living now had I not gotten help. 
and and I don't expect anyone listening to to understand the life that they could be living if if they took those steps to find that person to that professional to get them to the next level but just just try to imagine your life better and then go do it because it's possible and you can and Mental health care has come a long way. And shout out to all of those professionals out there helping, giving a shit, caring about what's going on with their clients and their patients. It's a it's a tough, tough field to be in. And it's a tough place to be in when you feel like you can't get help. But it's there. I'm really excited that you guys joined me today. The music is Red Feather, of course, because I've been using them forever and I love them. Check out their Instagram, Bandcamp, Facebook, Red Feather Music. They're super rad. Follow me on Instagram, good underscore shit underscore daily. Facebook, good shit daily. Twitter, good underscore shit underscore daily goodshitdaily.com you can keep up with all of our podcasts are on the blog embedded you can listen to them all there you can donate to our Indiegogo campaign help us make Tampa Bay and St. Pete a a more mindful more mental health conscious city Uh, help us in the stigma for mental health and raise suicide awareness everywhere that's our goal remember your good shit y'all keep making your lists i see you out there uh being agnes and ll jersey girl i see y'all keep it up take care